0: You're listening to the J. John Podcast, a weekly dose of encouragement and inspiration to give you confidence in your faith and boldness to share it with others.
1: We're in the middle of a little mini-series. We looked at faith, we looked at hope, and today we're looking at love. Jesus said in John 14 verse 21, if you love me, you will do what I have said, and my father will love you i will also love you and show you what i am like and we also read in john 13 jesus said a new commandment i give you love one another as i have loved you so you must love one another by this everyone will know that you are my disciples If you love one another, the love of God is the root. The love of our neighbour is the fruit. How do we express and demonstrate love? I want to be practical today. How do we do that? St Paul gives us advice for what we should wear. And that's very helpful because we want to know how we should get dressed each day. And Colossians 3, verse 12 to 17 is the passage that we're going to focus on and Killy, my wife, is going to read that to us.
2: Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved... giving thanks to God the Father through him.
1: What a powerful passage Killy just read for us. Verse 12, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. God loves each one of us as if there was only one of us. That's why God wants us full custody of his children not just at weekends he loves us God loves you and that means God wants the best for you, again verse 12, therefore as God's chosen people holy and dearly loved, because you're dearly loved clothe yourselves with Compassion. Compassion means a heart of empathy, a feeling and an action in response to someone's need. Make sure you don't see through one another, but see one another through. Maturity grows when we can sense our concern for others outweighing our concern for ourselves. Let us be the rainbow in someone's cloud. Be compassionate wherever, whenever possible. It is always possible. First, Clothe yourselves with compassion. Two. Secondly, clothe yourselves with kindness. Kindness is the oil that takes the friction out of life. As the sun makes ice melt, kindness causes misunderstanding and hostility to melt. Always think, how can you lighten the burden for others? We cannot do a kindness too soon because we never know how soon it will be too late. Kind hearts are the garden. Kind thoughts are the roots. Kind words are the blossom. Kind deeds are the fruits. Thirdly, clothe yourselves with humility. If ever there is an area where pride and the need to be right occur, it's in all relationships. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. If we look up at God, we do not look down at people. Stay humble or stumble. Humility is like wearing underwear. Essential but indecent if it shows. Now we move fourthly. Clothe yourselves with gentleness. Gentleness is the garment of sensitivity. To be gentle means to be understanding. We're always wanting to be understood, but we forget to be understanding. Understand, under, stand, swap the words around, stand under. We often see parcels with fragile handle with care. This label is put on parcels to protect their contents. Think fragile. Handle other people with care. God gave you a unique fingerprint that no one else has in order to leave your imprint, which no one else can. We now move to the fifth word clothe yourselves with patience how are you when it comes to patience my wife and i we were doing some shopping in a supermarket and we only bought a couple of things like bread and cheese and so we didn't have many items and when we went to check out, all the checkout lines the queues were full and uh, then i noticed that there was one that had a big sign 10 or less items. And I thought, brilliant, you know, we've only got like four items. Rushed over to that line, which was much shorter than the other lines. But then I started to count how many items the person in front of me had in their basket. They had 12 items. As I pondered that for a moment, I thought, this is an injustice this is not right. I've got to get the manager. I've got to say to them, this isn't right because the sign said 10 or less. That person's ignored the rules, ignored the sign. They've got 12. They shouldn't be in this line. They should go and queue somewhere else. And I'm thinking all of this. And then I kind of come to my senses. Is this the only injustice I'm going to get consumed about? Aren't there real injustices in the world? What am I doing about those? And then at that moment, I realised that the server was having problems because the tape, the the paper uh, for the receipt had run out and she had to put another one in her machine, but she didn't know how to do it. And you could sense, not only with me, but with everybody, exasperation. And then as I pondered that, I had another epiphany. I don't know what's going on in her life. Maybe she's having not just a hard day, but she's actually having a hard life. Anyway, by the time I got to her, I, I was, you know, in my right senses. And I said to her, you're doing ever so well. I'm sorry that you're having such a stressful day today. And well done for having to change the tape. I mean, I wouldn't know how to do that. And as I just spoke to her with kind words, her eyes filled with tears, and she actually said to me, you're the first kind customer I've had today. We don't know what people are going through. Let's not be impatient, but let's be patient. Patience means waiting without complaining. Be patient without Everyone, but above all, with yourself. Be patient with others as God has been with you. Patience with others is love. Patience with yourself is hope. Patience with God is faith. Romans 12 verse 12 reads like this. Let your hope keep you joyful. Be patient in your troubles and pray at all times. What an exaltation. Let your hope keep you joyful. What keeps us joyful? Hope. Hope in our Lord. Be patient. When there are troubles and always pray. Now, the sixth word, clothe yourselves with forgiveness. We read in verse 13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. It is better to forgive and forget than to resent and remember. Forgiveness does not change the past, but it enlarges the future. Let's be as eager to forgive others as God is to forgive us. If compassion is our inner garment, And if kindness and humility, gentleness, patience and forgiveness are our outer garments, then love is the overcoat. It's the overcoat. And we read in verse 14, we read, On top of all these things. Put on love. Put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Love is an emotion that can wear thin and threadbare when feelings ebb. Love as the overcoat keeps relationships warm. It's made up of two things, both of which must be there for us to be able to endure, commitment and caring. We can give without loving, but we can't love without giving. We are never more like God than when we give. And Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Acts 20, verse 35. Let me tell you two stories. In 1988, an earthquake struck Armenia and in the midst of Of utter devastation and chaos, a father rushed to the school where his son was a pupil, only to find that the building had been flattened like a pancake. After the traumatic initial shock, this man remembered the promise that he had made to his son. No matter what, I'll always be there for you. As he looked at the pile of debris that once was the school, it looked hopeless. But he kept remembering his commitment to his son. And he started digging, digging through the rubble. Well-meaning parents tried pulling him away, saying, it's too late. To each parent, he responded, are you going to help me? And then he proceeded to dig for his son, stone by stone. The fire chief arrived. And tried to pull him away, saying, Fires are breaking out, explosions are happening everywhere, you're in danger. We'll take care of this, we're the professionals, go home. To which the father said, Are you going to help me? Courageously he proceeded alone, because he needed to know four. Himself, is my son alive? And he dug for eight hours, for 12 hours, for 24 hours, for 36 hours without stopping, and then in the 38th hour. He pulled back a boulder and he heard his son's voice. The man screamed his son's name, Armand, and he heard back, Dad. I told the other kids not to worry. I told them that if you were alive, you'd save me and they would be saved As well. You promise no matter what, I'll always be there for you. You did it, Dad. There are 14 of us. When the building collapsed, it created a wedge like a triangle and it saved us. Have you ever given up? On someone believing that they were beyond hope. Remember, God never gives up on you, and you should never give up on anyone else because God loves you. Through you, He wants you to show that love to others. Let me tell you another story, the story of Hollis Maynell. John Blanchard observed the crowd of people making their way through Grand Central Station in New York. He looked for the girl whose heart he knew, but whose face he didn't the girl with the rose. His interest in her had begun 13 months before in a second-hand bookshop. Picking up a book, he found himself intrigued, not by the book itself, but with the notes pencilled in the margin. The handwriting reflected a thoughtful soul, and a very insightful mind. And in the front of the book, he discovered the previous owner's name, Miss Hollis Maynell. And with time and effort, he located her address. She also lived in New York City, and he wrote her a letter, introducing himself and inviting her to correspond with him. The next day, he was shipped overseas for service in World War II. And during the next year, the two grew to know each other through their correspondence. He requested a photograph, but she refused. She felt that if he really cared, it wouldn't matter what she looked like. When the day finally came for their first meeting at Grand Central Station in New York. You'll recognize me, she wrote, by the red rose I'll be wearing. And she would recognize him by the book he was holding. A young woman was coming towards him, who captivated him but was not wearing a red rose and walked past him. Directly behind the girl, an older woman with grey hair was wearing a red rose. He held the book, John Blanchard, and you must be Miss Maynell. I am so glad we could meet. May I take you for dinner? The woman's face smiled and she said, I don't know what this is all about, but the young lady who just walked by, she begged me to wear this rose. And she said that if you were to ask me out to dinner, I would tell you that she is waiting for you in the restaurant across the street. She said it was some kind of a test. A test is sometimes the only way we can know what's in our hearts. Knowing we'd need help Following him, Jesus taught how we can test our love for him. And this is what he said. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. Matthew 25, verse 40. Do we really love Jesus? You can find out by noticing how you treat those for whom he died. The sick, the poor, the outcast. When we love them, we demonstrate that we truly love God. Faith. Hope, love, put our faith in Jesus, put our hope in Jesus and encounter the love of Jesus so that we can be channels of that faith, hope and love to others. If you want to experience this faith and hope and love, pray with me now. Jesus I bow before you now I acknowledge you as my Lord and my God I know I have done many things wrong I have broken your commandments I thank you for dying on the cross for me I ask you now to cleanse me set me free from the past. I open the door of my life. I invite you in. Come in by your Holy Spirit. Fill me now with faith and hope and love. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer. Amen. A prayer for you, for everyone who has prayed this prayer. May everyone all over the world know the truth of the prayer that they've prayed. May they know that they've been cleansed. May they know that they're filled with faith and hope and love in you. And I pray, Lord, that that you will use them as channels of faith, hope and love to others. In Jesus' name, Amen. And I pray, if you have a health concern of any kind, I pray that the love of Jesus will put his healing balm upon you and bring healing to your body and your mind and your soul. I pray God's blessing upon you. I pray the blessing of God, the Holy Trinity. God the Father who made you. God the Son who died for you. And God the Holy Spirit who lives in you. I pray that you would just overflow with the blessings of the Father, of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. May you be blessed and may you Continue to be a blessing throughout this year 2021. Amen. And Amen.
0: You've been listening to the J John podcast. To find out more about J John's ministry, visit www.canonjjohn.com and follow him on social media. Heroes of the Faith is a new podcast by J. John and his wife, Killy. Sign up today to hear the incredible stories of some of J. John's heroes of the Christian faith and the lessons we can learn from their lives. Hear about Harriet Tubman, who after escaping from a life of slavery in the USA, went on to rescue over 300 other slaves. John Bunyan, whose book The Pilgrim's Progress has sold more copies than any other book other than the Bible, and inspired millions of people around the world. George Muller, who helped tens of thousands of children whilst leaving a lasting legacy of trust in God's provision. Ever wondered who saved more lives than anyone else on earth? Listen to the story of Edward Jenner, the Christian doctor who discovered vaccination. With a new story to be told each week, sign up now to hear Jay John's, Heroes of the Faith